I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 379 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, November 3rd, 2019, and I am joined, as per usual, by my regular hosts. So with me today, one Anthony Bachman. Happy Halloween, fuckers. And we cannot, of course, forget Willie D. (laughs) Nelson. Hello. That was ominous. Uh I'm a little scared right now. So I know we just made this bet, but can we take a little pause for it? I want to bring something up. A technicality. No, 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 there there was a technicality. You said Chris brought it up first in the pre-show. No, Bachman brought it up first in the pre-show. Are we counting the whole genitalia or just the dick? (laughs) Because Bachman did mention balls first. Okay, so there's a pause right here. What people aren't aware of is if you listen to the pre-show before we got started, the joke would be who would be the first person to bring up Willie's genitalia because somehow it always comes up every show. And I made a joke during pre-show. It was, oh, Chris did it. And I said, no, 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 that's pre-show. It doesn't count. And what Willie is saying is that Bachman made the joke before me mm-hmm. in pre-show. So I guess technically it's Bachman's fault. But it doesn't matter because from this point forward, whoever brings it up first is the loser of the bet. Is the loser. I just, got it. I'm just a stickler for, you know, stati- statistics and stuff like that. So, robot voice. Yeah, his Skype did not agree with that. He went all frozen robot voice. Oh, I'm still frozen. Now you're back. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, so technicality, Bachman. Uh, So, anyone who's doing the statistics for that, Bachman talked about genitalia first. Well, you heard it here first. Bachman talked about genitalia first. Apparently. I don't know if that's this week's episode title or not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the worst one we've had <laughs> no it really wouldn't <laughs> so how was your halloween experiences i'm sure willie had the better one out of any of us i will say for myself thursday was supposed to be halloween here in west virginia we were under a tornado warning in my area until 8 p.m and it was downpouring rain so they changed trick-or-treat to saturday i had a whopping Three people come for trick-or-treat. So if you want some Milky Way fun sizes, come by my house now and get them. They're going to work on Monday, so I don't eat all those some bitches. All right, I'll be right over. Okay. It's it's a short but, uh, drive, right? I mean, we had the same thing. There was no trick-or-treaters on Thursday night. And no one ever trick-or-treated since I moved into the condo, so I don't even worry about it anymore. I turned my porch light off. I had a late night playing some Dead by Daylight and some Apex and then watched horror movies. Did my annual viewing of trick-or-treat, so... That's like four or five years running now. I always watch that for the Halloween season. It's my, it's the Halloween movie for me. I love trick or treat. I turned the porch. I have smart light bulbs out front and I turned them orange and then dim the other lights. And we had three people come. I only saw three people go through the neighborhood even. So I think in my case, everyone went to trunk or treats or found better neighborhoods to go and get candy out of. Cause there's not a ton of people in my neighborhood that seem to have candy to give out. Maybe it's cause we're all cranky old people. I don't know. Uh, what was weird is because we also had the uh, tornado stuff down here as well. Like, because uh, it did get really extremely windy for about ten to fifteen minutes, and then it was gone. That was only until like after eight o'clock. So, well, I don't think they try and do much yeah, yeah. here until after eight o'clock. Until excuse me, it ended all at eight o'clock. I think everywhere in town was like six to eight was trick or treat. And so at my mom's, we would we did like Halloween there like the next night after that people people come over just to hang out you know uh, i guess they were drinking i do not drink so it's whatever to me but uh like you know seeing trick-or-treaters are coming there were a few trick-or-treaters friday night i don't don't know the numbers on it the statistics oh so Uh, my question is online what's the coolest costumes i saw because i saw some cool ones this year me me willie d nelson gets my vote it was just creepy. No, did you see the teenage kid? He was like maybe thirteen that did Venom. Is this the one that was like Venom no. in the back? Wait, wait. Do you mean you know, he, it was, did... he? He did his arm in a Venom head, like next to him, and he had a sweatshirt where it had a fake arm filled out, so it okay. looked like his hands were in his pockets as Eddie Brock, and then he had the Venom head like sitting here talking. That's pretty cool. It was fantastic because it looked like a twelve-year-old kid did it. 
but like at the same time, the venom head looked great. And it was basically just like a garbage bag coming out of the shoulder of his, of his hoodie. It was fucking fantastic costume. Uh, don't you mean that he was venom, 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 whatever <laughs> Eminem sings. Thank you, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> no, I mean, he was Eddie Brock with a garbage bag that ate people on his shoulder and turds. I mean, still not as cool as mine. Now, nah, yours was pretty good. So really? I could have done without. I could have done without the. Uh, what was it NSYNC? Yeah, that. that was no, too Backstreet back Boys. Back was that Backstreet? Back I couldn't remember which one that was. So well, uh, why, don't you share, to... why don't you share with everyone what you were for Halloween so they can understand? So I was. Uh, I was already planning on doing this before I heard about the death of uh, Sid Haig, but I was uh, Captain Spaulding. And so it even when I found out he passed away, I was like, well, that's cementing my idea. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I did it four years ago. And on my way to a party later that night, uh, the night after Halloween, because it was on the Friday night, I stopped to pick someone up. And while I was waiting for them to come out, I was like, I have an idea to make a little quick video. So I went to the phone and with Spotify, I was like, what would be, oh, let me choose this song. So I choose Backstreet Boys. I want it that way to lip sync to. <laughs> As Captain Spaulding. I even had the teeth decay and everything. That's all right. Teeth decay. Because there's multiple teeth. Right? Yeah. That's right. It, it sounds was creepy looking. It is right. Terrifying. I, what, what did you put in to make your beard look white? Luckily, I didn't, I didn't play in this, but it's right here. Why? Oh, it's leaking, I think. Uh-oh. Has silver hairspray. Huh. Oh, that, oh, oh, that is leaking. That that stuff looked creepy. Oh, all the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Willie's just sitting in his living room huffing air, hairspray. Exactly. I'm in the I didn't smell it, so I was like, my nose is, you know, I'm, oh, I'm frozen, aren't I? Yeah, you're coming back off and on. Your internet's there a little shaky. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I got alcohol in my hands. So let me wipe that off. Oh, even on my knuckles, I even did love and hate. I don't know if you did in the movie, but it felt right. Did love on one hand. Yeah, I was like, this one's hate because it's the punching hand, and this one's loving hand because it's the choking hand. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, dear. Wait, you don't love and choke with the same hand? You guys know what I love? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, there's the loving hand. The news of the week. I totally just steamrolled Willie's attempt to kill my transition, and I love it. <laughs> so, news of the week—it's that part of the show where we run down in our minds. I got my words. What is some of the most interesting, geeky, and/or nerdy news to have popped up? But before we get there, Willie had something to say. So, Willie, what do you have to say that you didn't want me to play the news of the week bumper for? Oh, I was saying the loving hand is the choking hand. So yes, I'm really glad I came hand. back to find the, that out. The mm. hating hand is the punching hand. Really, really glad. Hand. Really glad. A few girls. I, was like, ah, I know what you're into. Well, most girls are into that. Apparently, who would have thunk? <sighs> who would have thunk? Indeed. <laughs> you know what else? Who would have thunk about the fact that Marvel finally confirmed and it was announced on Hollywood Reporter. That Ant-Man 3 is coming and director Peyton Reed will be returning to direct. He is one of very few, one of three directors in the Marvel Universe that have directed all three parts of a trilogy of films. You have Peyton Reed doing the Ant-Man movies, James Gunn doing the Guardian movies, and uh, oh my god, I forgot the director's name of the Spider-Man movies all of a sudden. Mark Webb. No, no, no. That was in no. the last one. <laughs> Mark Webb did the Amazing Spider-Man films. I um, know, I know. Wow, complete brain fart, and I apologize. I will look that up in... Yeah, I can't remember who that is either. I should, but... So, Ant-Man 3 confirmed. Paul Rudd is expected to return as Scott Lang. It has not officially come out. It will be his fifth time coming back as the character. No plot details have been released, and it looks like here... No release details have been confirmed, but the sources say to planned to shoot at the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021 for a likely release in 2022. They are also saying that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder will all shoot before Ant-Man 3. So John Watts. That's it, John Watts. Thank you. I completely space cadetted <laughs> on that moment. So I forgot his name, too. I think that's pretty cool that uh, Peyton Reed becomes the next person up to direct all three parts of a trilogy. There's a well, lot and of he'll continuity be the there. First one to complete it, right? Uh, yes, because Spider-Man won't have its third, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I guess it depends on when Guardians starts filming. I think it's supposed to 
I don't know. It's between him and James Gunn. Yeah, because I think Gunn has finished the first draft of the script for Guardians 3, but I don't think they're in pre-production yet. Yeah, that being said, they're all confirmed to be doing it. So barring any unforeseen circumstances, they're locked in contractually and they're going to do it. I think it's great. I know there's some people that were really kind of waiting for when Marvel was going to say, hey, here's our next Ant-Man movie. Specifically, we can talk about Faye and the Fantasy Comic League, who's been saying, all I want is another Ant-Man movie. Why won't they announce it when they announce (laughs) all these other things? Meanwhile, you've got me who's like, yes, another Thor with Taika. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess another Ant-Man would be really cool. But Taika's doing Thor. (laughs) Especially with Peyton Reed. He's made those movies so freaking enjoyable. I mean, I hope it's better than the second one. You didn't like Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ant-Man and the Wasp is great. I I loved it. Everything except for the bad guy the what what's her name oh, the ghost? The ghost. yeah yeah it's just that that was a weak part of the story uh, everything was else a, was great it was a reimagining of what has always been kind of a throwaway marvel villain like ghost has always just been a tech thief that can Ooh. phase through walls and so making it part of something having to do with the quantum realm making it involved in um hank pym's life like I can see we're changing the storyline that way. It made it actually a more interesting character. If you'd read him in the comics, I was never a fan of ghosts. I'm like, really? That's what they're doing is ghosts. Like that dude sucks. He's just a guy who used to sneak into Stark buildings and steal Stark armor. Like that was his only like story plot device. It was ridiculous. So, I mean, at least it may not have been your favorite villain, but I'll tell you, they made it a better villain than it is in the comics. Most times. Well, it just (laughs) seemed like it was part of like a whole different movie because all the, everything else was, it just seemed different. And then it was like, Oh, I guess let's go have to go slug through this other part of the story. Oh wait, here's the fun part of the story. Yay. Uh, let's <laughs> slug back through this. That's just what it felt like. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just like, I could have had more fun with it. I mean, I mean, everyone could use uh, what's his name? Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone could use more of that. So what had happened was, <laughs> that was true serum. So, we get a third movie. Do you think Michael Pena recaps uh, Endgame? He needs to. That's what we need. Uh, I'm going to say right now they probably won't have the balls to do it. And he got, he has to comment about how his van got destroyed by the Avengers or something like that. I want them to. Yeah. But I don't think they'll have the balls to do it. Why don't you think they'll have the balls to do it? Because it'll have been like three years since Endgame or just because? Uh, it would be to be a 10-minute sequence. I mean, look at it like this. I mean, the Warner Brothers didn't have the balls not to include the Wayne family and Joker. So, <laughs> Yeah, but we're talking about uh, Kevin Feige leading a Marvel team and DC, who's in charge of their movies now. Not taking a shot. I'm just saying I honestly have no idea. No, I really don't know either. Everything. They don't know either. Yeah. That's part of the problem. And again, <laughs> not taking a shot, but you've got a very tightly managed set of movies like Kevin Feige's been doing, and then there's the DC side of the house where at one point Jeff Johns was overseeing things and it tossed off to someone else. And I think now they've kind of gone that route of loosely connected and we're going to do independent stories that occasionally connect with each other. So maybe it's just a byproduct of how they're managing their movies now. All right. Well, how about this? It seems like Kevin Feige, like the more people say, Hey, we should have these things in the movies. Like, Hey, it seems like he has pushback against it. Like, no, 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 we're going to do something that subverts your expectations and we're not going to do what you think we're going to do. Well, I mean, so he's probably going to so it's, push it away from it's it. It's something we've talked about a little bit on this show before is that they've gone away, especially with phase three of it's just a traditional superhero movie. Instead, you got like Winter Soldier. that was a spy thriller movie. You got a heist movie in the Ant-Man flick. They've kind of changed things around. So, yes, it's a superhero movie, but that's not the overriding theme of it. We do all sorts of different things with it. So yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, and plus you do have a story problem where. It's Ant-Man, so everything has to be solved. Whatever problem you have, it has to be solved by being able to change size. And now, more than likely, in the third movie, we're going to have three characters that do it, because more than likely, we're going to get stature. Yeah, Cassie Lang will suit up. They're going to have Cassie Lang turn into stature from the Young Avengers. So then you have a stature is Scott Lang's daughter. Well, I mean, daughter who's now 15, Uh, size and uh, shrinking, just like dad. Same thing. Uh, Suit or natural. Uh, natural in the comics. Oh, okay. In the comics, it was natural because of her yeah. proximity to Scott, who had the pin particles that basically yeah. imparted I, itself upon her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it turned her into an actual mutant if she was born with it or if it just like affected her later on as a kid and she got the ability. But yeah, I don't think she has to wear a suit because, yeah, she never wears a helmet. Well, she did, so, doesn't have to in the comics, but I don't know how you do that in the movies, seeing as Scott didn't really wear the suit a ton around her. Yeah, so, they might just make it to where she gets a suit made for her. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like the Flash. Every story has to be solved with the guy running fast. 
So with the Ant-Man movies, you have to think of a third movie where everything gets solved by someone getting either big or small. <laughs> so are pin particles like vaping? Uh, no one's quite sure the dangers of it and how it can affect people. That's true. There you go. They're going to ban pin particles now, just like they're banning vaping. A uh, little side tangent here. Oh, uh, screw those people that are saying we should <laughs> ban vaping and not ban cigarettes. Like if you ban one, you should definitely ban the other. But no one's talking about that. Yeah, the but, tobacco oh, come lobby on. pays a lot more than the, the vaping yeah. lobby. Oh, lobby. I know why. A couple of I mean, million serious. people have died from why? cigarettes. Why would you ever want to get rid of those? I mean, I don't want them to get rid of cigarettes. So I smoke. But I mean, I don't get the idea. Like you're saying vaping's bad, but look at cigarettes. We know that's bad. So why are you taking those off the shelf? But you're keeping it makes no sense to me. Because Philip Morris has put as much money into our Congress as any other company other than maybe the NRA. We live in a loony bin. Yeah. Yeah. That's we live cool. in a loony bin filled with hypocrites. Da, 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 da. Side tangent over. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my news. We're getting that Ant-Man, that third Ant-Man movie. Nothing official on when or where it's going to show up. Just a lot of theories. I can't wait to see where they go with it because, hey, let's be honest. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man is a delight. And I've come to enjoy Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyne as well. Didn't care for her much in the uh, first movie. In the second movie, she's pretty badass. Did you yeah. see uh, 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 Paul Rudd for Halloween? Yes. Hell that yes. was delightful. For those that aren't aware, Paul Rudd went as Weird Al Yankovic for Halloween. Well, no. He went with his daughter who was the wasp. I thought you would led with that. So he was like, oh, so he was Ant-Man. No, he was Weird Al. What was yeah. funny was, was my buddy also that, went as Weird right? Al. Oh. Well, you should have led with the daughter. No, with... I was setting it up that way, and then <laughs> never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going about it from the other I'm way right, around. You were going. All right, girls, way. don't fight. Just tell the story. But my friend fight, was also weird really. out for Halloween. That's all I was getting at. My friend was also weird out, but he was weird out from uh, UHF. Mm. That's the go. weird out movie from the eighties. I know, Chris. You don't know movies. No, I don't know movies at all. I'm sorry. Because, I mean, you know, especially don't know Fifth Element. You, you know who does know <laughs> movies, though? Willie Nelson. He's going to tell us about one of his favorite movies that got announced. I do know movies. Is that my cue to go? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's my cue to go. <laughs> so, don't worry. This is going to be short and sweet, just like my love. <laughs> so, uh, what was one of your favorite movies of last year? Can it, game. Can, all right. Pac-Man. Uh, Far From Home. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, no, 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 that's all right. Just, I'll just do it. One of my favorite movies <laughs> that I was, I was so happy that it won an Oscar for, uh, is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That was one of the top movies. Of, that was uh, definitely in the top three, if not the top. Uh, mostly because of the cha- the challenges they took uh, and the chances they also took to just making it look the way it looks. They did a great job. Sony do more of that less. Screwing up. <laughs> oh wait. Um. Also, Black Panther, uh, Incredibles two, wait, Deadpool two. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was the year before. There's been a no, lot. 2018. 2018. It was a huge year. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm think. I'm still thinking this year because it's almost at the end of the year. Sorry. That's where my brain's messing up. I'm also a little sick. Come on, guys. Yeah, Creed two. A Quiet Place. Sneeze coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wait. No, no, no. Sneeze averted. Oh. There was a ton of good movies came out last year. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, speaking of sequel news, they have announced into the Spider-Verse a sequel coming out in April of 2022. So we got some time for it. Mostly because those computers probably have to take a long time to render them. And I don't even know how they're going to cool them because computers get hot when they're rendering such special effects like that. They get super hot. And it takes a long time. So... I'm just hoping, excited for it. I wonder if we're going to get Nick Cage back as Spider-Man Noir. That'd be cool. Maybe uh, Spider-Man 2099 will have a bigger role than just the hey, end credits. Goddamn better. It better be. It better have a whole lot of Miggy in it, or I'm going to hey, be angry. Was it not funny? His scene. That was oh, one his, of the best his scenes were great because it actually had it actually had Layla, which is his AI in the future that he's uh-huh. talked to during the entire course of his comic. Like that's a. That's a thing that's been part of Spider-Man 2099 the whole time Miguel O'Hara has been a character is that he has an AI like house computer that he talks to that's also part of became part of his suit. So like it was funny because that's the thing that he's been doing in that comic way before it really, I think really became a thing for Iron Man or he talked to an AI. But yeah, I, I'm excited for Miggy because also it's freaking um, it's a Poe. It's Poe Dameron. So ah. he's awesome. 
And I uh, hope we also get a um uh John Mulaney back as the incredible spider ham, you know, Peter Porker. I mean they're all just, they're all great. Yeah, it makes me wonder because you know Miles is gonna beat it, and you can guess Gwen's gonna be in it. But it's a question of do they bring back everybody and then add more, or do they just say, Screw it, it's the Spider Verse. Here's six new characters. I want they could Peter literally... B. Parker back, so I hope they bring everyone yeah. back and then just supplement. Mm. Yeah, and just add two. Take the same, add two. That's not a bad strategy with that movie. I mean, uh, what, what other? You, can't you, you know what me, they should do? You can't tell me they don't want to put the superior Spider-Man in there, too. True. But you also can't tell me that they're going to tell any of the stories Ooh, that have actually... You can't tell me they're going to tell any of the stories that have been told in the Spider-Verse comics, because they're not going to have the Inheritors. It's a Sony cartoon. You're not going to have vampires that eat spiders. Yeah, so you are, they have they to come up with Morbius. And, uh, yeah, but he doesn't yeah. devour spider they'll, totems. They'll just change Smorbius around because they <laughs> want Jared Ludwig to have another movie to act like a jackass in. All right, all right, all right. How about this? Someone you both can agree on and not argue about. There should be one of the Spider-Men that should be put in there, same voice actor they've already used, Spider-Man PS4. That would be cool. You know, having the advanced suit. And, and he having show that up, state, uh, he Yuri, show up in the last Spider-Verse comic book. You, you know, it, they're playing Yuri. nice with Marvel now. How cool would it be if MCU Spider-Man showed up animated with Tom Holland as the voice? I don't think it's going to happen, but it'd be really cool. That'd be cool. His name is Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the name. I remember Yuri, but I could remember yep. the last name. Yeah, yeah he did he such a great a job. a fantastic voice actor. That dude is great. Uh, he, did, he even did the double work, too, doing just like normal voice lines and then also doing them again as if he was like you know exasperated you know swinging that was amazing that yeah. attention to detail attention to robot voice yeah attention uh, to robot voice uh, i'm quiet <laughs> no, <it doesn't> matter. <laughs> don't blame me i'm just good looking i think it would also be interesting if they then took all of the spider-mans from the movies and had them appear at some way shape or form if you're gonna play Ooh. with all that get toby Maguire, andrew garfield yeah. and tom holland yeah Supposedly Tom yeah. Holland was on board for a cameo. It just didn't work out schedule-wise. Uh, 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 it would be cool. Forgetting. And you're forgetting the uh, Japanese 70s show, live-action Spider-Man. Was, I don't remember. That was not I a movie, though. That was a live-action yeah. show. show. Yeah, and I don't I care. Don't, I don't know if that guy's still alive. And I said movies when I said my thing. So I don't care. Spider-Verse. Anything's possible. That's the key, is anything is possible. Yeah. And they could have tons of people showing up some big battle at the end that has like multiverses merging temporarily until they fix it or something like that. And then you could have tons of different appearances. You could go as crazy as like Christopher Daniel Barnes reprising his role as like animated 90s Spider-Man at some point in time in there. You could do all sorts of weird appearances. Or, um, shit, who is uh, Doogie Hauser? Did it one time on the MTV Spider-Man. Oh, yo, my You could have Neil Patrick Harris Spider-Man show up. There's a lot of potential for (laughs) random people appearing that could be a ton of fun on this one. It would be cool, though, if you had the three movie franchises, if you had Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, like, all standing next to each other as cartoon characters. Like, that would be fucking cool. Especially if they're doing the the meme where they're all just pointing at each other. <laughs> all three of them. Well, there's, you there's, first. No, you pointed first. There's still a rumor going around that they want to do a live-action Spider-Verse with, like, the three live-action Spider-Mans in it, which I don't think is ever actually I'm going to happen. With that too. But it would be interesting. It'd be kind of like what DC's doing with uh is that a show or a movie that's coming out the uh the uh um, Crisis is a show. It's Infinite, it's, yeah. It's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh-huh. It's the crossover like always that they have every year, but it is the final crossover for Arrow as the show is ending. But it's like a it's like a standalone crossover. No, it's not. No. How can a, how can a crossover be standalone? Well, I mean it's like a standalone season of itself. No, no. it's part of it's the show. It's not like part of airing. like I mean, it's not like part of like DC. Oh, so it's like, so this week's episode is going to be on Flash. Yeah. This week's episode is going to be on Arrow. Oh, 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 no. I don't like that at all. How 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 else are they going to do crossover? Like they did uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Just have a whole season of boom. Just there. Boom. That's that's how they've done the crossover for the Belantiverse every single season is when the actual crossover happens. Whatever Sunday night time slot is, you know, Batwoman and then Superman or Supergirl. It'll be episode one and then episode two of Infinite Crisis. But effectively, they've kind of turned Arrow into the, for lack of a better term, the prelude to Crisis because it's all about Oliver Queen trying to do things for the Monitor leading up to Crisis. So Arrow is effectively a farewell to everything you've done because there's tons of Easter eggs and callbacks to old things and him running errands to do things for the Monitor to prevent Crisis. So 
Arrow is effectively your crisis series this yep. year that is then crossing over with everything else. Uh, I do have a and question. Instead of the flashbacks of the that they had the first five years, it's now flash forwards with the yeah. kids fighting in the future. I think those flash forwards might have gone away after this week's episode. They might have. <laughs> uh, just a little curious. Uh, is Arrow still Batman all in but name? Yes. Mm, yes. Although uh, Batman oh, last has episode been... dealt with Ra's al Ghul again. <laughs> Although Batman has been established in the Earth One Arrow universe now, because Gotham City exists there, and that's where yeah. Ruby Rose's Batwoman is based out of, is Gotham, where Batman's been vanished for like five years, I think it is. Yeah, three or five years. So yeah, they all live in a world where Batman did exist, but he disappeared, and nobody knows how or why or cares. Because well, I don't. I haven't watched Batwoman yet, but there's a lot of concern there as to why batman disappeared really i've yeah. just got them all recording and eventually i'll get caught up the only thing i'm watching live right now is arrow since starling tribune is still on the air discussing arrow i'm i'm caught up on all of them and yeah uh batwoman's a fun ass show mm -hmm. like the introduction of alice and then i realized that it's the actress that played tamsin on lost girl and it's her just being as crazy as she can be as alice with all her uh white rabbits running around it's freaking fantastic. And Ruby Rose is just the sexiest thing on television. It's Ruby Rose. Like, <laughs> Since we're on the topic of uh, uh, comic book TV shows, um, I, know it's, I know it's not TV, it's HBO, but uh, have you guys seen Watchmen yet? No, not yep. yet. I've seen it. It's, it's interesting. I'm going to need to see more of it to see where it's going. It's the first, I've only seen the first few episodes. I think episodes tomorrow. Uh, it's. I, I'm sure there's like an overarching story that you need a, to see a lot of to understand because it makes sense. Uh, so I'm just wait on that. There is an incident that happens in the very almost the very first scene. Almost, I think. I think it might be the first scene. I didn't know it's based on history about the Tulsa attacks in the 1920s. I want to say. Yep, Black Wall Street. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real thing until I looked up afterwards. Like, oh, 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 that. How come they don't teach that in history books? Because it's America, and our history books are written by rich white people. But who doesn't hate the Klan? Don't rich white people. take the bait. <laughs> I did not mean for that to happen. <laughs> and we have a correction I in the chat room mean. in regards to how long Batman's gone. It's been two years in Batwoman. So. Oh, wait. Mm. All that other stuff I still don't care about. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to care. I just wanted to correct so that no hate mail was sent to JS at GunnaGeek.com. You know, no one's ever, I want hate mail. No one ever sends me any hate mail. So screw you people. You guys suck. Send your hate tweets to at South Porky on Twitter. They ain't going to do it. They ain't real. They're all a bunch of pansies. Okay. So they're not going to do it. But Or to uh, quote Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're a bunch of godly men. There you go. You're a bunch of girly men. Those that Sorry, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hate tweets been doing to Willie at South Forky on Twitter. Send your hate tweets to at South Forky. You heard it here first, folks. That's all I, I got. Bachman, what do you got for us this week? I have disappointing news in the land of Terminators. Oh. Apparently, Dark Fake is, uh, as Variety puts it, heading for a lackluster launch. It looks like it's only going to clear $27 million for the weekend. Uh, original estimates had it somewhere near 40 and then it uh, started falling short Friday with, uh, let's see, what was it? Through the sixth installment of the sci-fi franchise's dominating domestic movie going, the results are a disappointment given the hefty $185 million cost. Terminator Dark Fate took in $10.6 on opening day, including $2.4 from previews on Halloween night. So that means on Thursday and Friday night, it only cleared $10 million which that's not good for a $200 million sci-fi epic that's touted about being the return of the original director, though he only came back as a producer. Do you think this is because of the holiday, like the Halloween stuff and no. parties going on? Cause that's the reason why I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I just haven't had a chance to yet. So here's what I think part of the problem is, is yes, James Cameron is back. Yes. They touted that fact, but how many garbage Terminator movies have we had since James yeah. Cameron was on the franchise? There's a lot of people at this point. They're just, franchise apathy terminator salvation sucked what was the last one that nobody cared about i'm not genesis. To, um yeah genesis and i thought that was a good movie i'm not trying to be glib here but the, the problem is there's just been a bunch of movies that people didn't care for and like here's the next movie in the franchise but we're gonna ignore these other two movies and sneak these things in and linda hamilton's back which is awesome and actually has me interested in it but i just mm -hmm. kind of went 
eh, it'll be on HBO eventually, or it'll be on some streaming service. And I just didn't care enough to go out and see it. Now, I'm also not a huge Terminator fan. Like, I've seen the first two, and I think I saw Salvation because it was streaming somewhere and went, why the hell did I just watch this? <laughs> so I'll see it eventually, but it just didn't really appeal to me. Yeah, well, I think one of the problems, too, is they touted the fact that James Cameron was back as, like, the original creator of the Terminators returning. That they should have touted was the fact that Tim Miller was the one who directed it. So the guy who directed the Deadpool movies. Yeah, like, that did. should have been what was, that was on, on the all posters. the trailers. It was on all the trailers. Uh, Tim Miller, director to- of Deadpool. Apparently, need to make that information bigger because I, I think mean, I'll see it before the next uh, podcast. I'll let you know yeah. how it is. I'm well, curious, so and I like. Yeah, it's just it's not doing as well as people were hoping, which bit me in the ass in the fantasy movie league because I picked it as a first place pick, thinking it was going to do good. Schwarzenegger let me down. I'm sad. I mean, I like Terminator Genesis. I know that's unpopular opinion, probably just like Man of Steel. Is Genesis the, the one problem? with Sam Worthington, the guy from Avatar. <laughs> So I don't. I only seen it once. Uh, the one with, uh, the one the Game with of Thrones lady, Amelia Clark. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was her, yeah, Daenerys. She was in it. Uh, I mean, they re. I thought it had a cool scene where they recreated the um, where Arnold first comes back in the first Terminator, and then old man Terminator comes in to stop him. That was that was awesome. The only thing I think that slowed down the movie or made it you know not as good is I didn't like who they got for John Connor. Mm. I, I like yeah. the, the actor's all right. It's just I don't like him for John Connor. That was the only thing, and the way he kind of delivered it, it was just. Eh. Right, but other than that, was Jason I enjoyed Clark, it. and I don't recognize any of the movies he's been in. That yeah, he's mean been in a. Him, but. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's one of those actors that's in a lot of stuff, but people don't know he's his name. That guy. He's in Farscape back in two thousand three. Oh Jesus. Oh, yeah, I, re- I remember liking uh, Amelia Clark as Sarah Connor. I think the one that bugged me was I didn't like Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese. He's a great Captain Boomerang, but I don't know. I thought his his, his Kyle Reese was kind of weird. I don't remember having a problem. Like I said, I only saw it once, and I remember enjoying it. I didn't have a problem with it. That's all mm-hmm. I can really remember of it. Uh, I just remember I enjoyed it. So uh, I'm interested in seeing this one. Well, I'm curious to hear how you enjoy it next week. Uh, like I said, I'm going to see it at some point, but I just don't care enough to go to the theater to see it. And say next week I'm going to see Doctor Sleep. So Willie can tell me how good Terminator is after I go see Obi Wan Kenobi. Are you fight? Are you seeing early, or yeah. is that the release? All right, I'll see it too. Okay. Yeah, I got unlimited movie pass. Yeah, he's got the new <laughs> movie. He's got the Regal movie pass. Willie don't care. He can just go to a marathon. Nice. Yeah, no, they had a uh, they had tickets available here to do like the early screenings on like Wednesday night or whatever. But no, I'm I'm gonna wait and go see it on Friday night. Start the weekend off. Yeah, I want to see Obi Wan Kenobi fight the Overlook Hotel. That's going to be cool. I mean, that's not what Dr. <laughs> Sleep is about. Yes, it is. Don't you tell me no. I'm, I don't think it is. Is that what the book was about? I thought, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm, not, I'm just going to shut up because I'm not going to say what the movie was. I read a synopsis of the book one time, but I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, I read the book. Eventually, part of the story ends up taking them back to the hotel. Oh, okay. It's, it's, um, used, as a, it's used as a plot device for a very specific reason, which in the right, storyline makes sense. Everyone, quiet, quiet, quiet. I'm going to say this once so you can all hear it. I was wrong. Clip it. Clipped. <laughs> First of all, I've said that multiple times before on the podcast. I yeah, admit when I'm clean. wrong. Yeah, that but n- now I can soundboard it easily. Unlike, you can be wrong more often. Unlike, well, Chris also does it. But Bachman, you never admit you're wrong, especially when you're the most wrong. That's not true. I've admitted that I'm wrong. Look. See, he's not even saying it now. He won't even admit he's wrong now. <laughs> I am not obstinate. <laughs> Checkmate, bitches. So that does wrap up our news of the week portion of the show. And I just accidentally hit the clip button again as I was hitting this button. <laughs> that being said, we do have a little bit of time left before we start wrapping things up. So I guess we should delve into the fact that, hey, we found out a little bit about the new HBO streaming service that's going to be coming out because... If there's anything we know, it's that everyone needs a new streaming service. So let's get into some of the details, what it's going to cost, what shows and movies are included on it, things like that. So we did find out HBO Max will launch May 2020 and will cost $15 a month. Now, the interesting thing is, depending on how I understood this, and the rest of the internet seems to understand it the same way I did, if you currently subscribe to HBO Now through HBO, not necessarily as a subscription through Apple or something like that, it appears you will get HBO Max with that subscription. And HBO Max, it looks like, includes all content that's on HBO. So effectively, for 15 bucks a month, if you bought just HBO Max, you'd get all of your HBO Now content. But 
you get it all if you buy HBO now, and it makes my brain hurt how we've just gone round and round here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still hate the name. Well, it's AT&T. They can't get any of their naming right because they renamed DirecTV now to like AT&T TV now. Then there's AT&T TV. There's HBO Max, HBO Go, and HBO Now. And if you ask me what any of those services were off the top of my head, I'd be like, uh, I need to Google because it all kind of blurs together. I mean, well, it the problem is, yeah, like it's, it's AT&T's and HBO. Warner. It's AT&T's Warner Media Bundle is called HBO Max. Nothing in that title tells me it has anything to do with Warner Brothers, which would tell me that they own DC. Yes, but you see what they're doing there is trying to bank <laughs> on HBO to drive people to buy it because HBO is a yeah. bigger name when it comes to streaming services. So it is going to be 15 bucks a month, like I mentioned. How's that compared to the other popular services out there? The most popular Netflix package is 13 a month. Hulu is 6 bucks a month if you want commercials or 12 without. And Disney Plus is $7 a month or $70 annually. So they are shooting for the stars a little bit there. But you could argue if it's including all of the HBO content that they've already got, it's an acceptable price point for a lot of folks, you could assume. Yeah, I could see paying for it for a month to watch the end of Game of Thrones and watch all the ballers and then canceling it. So what all is going to be on this service? They talked a little bit about what shows and movies it includes. Uh, Studio Ghibli, which has a lot of Japanese studio films that don't stream here in America. Warner Media announced all 21 of Studio Ghibli's animated features will stream exclusively on HBO Max. This includes My Neighbor Toro Toro, Spirited Away, The Wind Rises, and this should all be at launch that these things appear. Wait, so they're going to have all the Miyazaki films on HBO Max? Yes. The only place you can stream them in North America, evidently. That's Okay, that's going to help them. Like, that's an exclusive. Like, that's that's a huge thing. That's like Disney having all the Star Wars. Like, that's... Studio Ghibli is fucking popular worldwide. Like, that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the people that like it probably already own them, or I'm not sure how many people it's going to get, though. Who knows? Uh, there's a lot more stuff they've reported. There was a report back in July 2019 that HBO Max was shooting to have 10,000 hours of content at launch. We do know they have purchased the rights to Friends, which leaves Netflix in 2020. The entire back catalog of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Pretty Little Liars. In addition, they're the only place you'll be able to stream Big Bang Theory because I think they paid a billion dollars for those streaming rights. And then they uh. also now have the rights for all seasons of South Park that I believe they paid $500 million for. So that will leave Hulu in 2020. Whoa. Yeah. They also have all the rights for Rick and Morty, although that will continue to stream on Hulu, they said. On the stream, it's also showing Rick and Morty and The West Wing. Yes, The West Wing will be They locked down some really good shows. They also have locked in Greg Berlanti, who you might know from the Arrowverse, to produce two new DC television shows. On HBO Max, there's Green Lantern in an anthology series called Strange Adventures. Exclusive, and then, excuse me, the service will also be the exclusive streaming source for all new Warner Brothers dramas produced by the CW Network, beginning in fall 20, excuse me, beginning with the fall 2019 series, Batwoman, and then there will also be another Riverdale spinoff called Katie Keene that will be exclusive there. So, Mm. no longer will you have Netflix being the home for the DC TV shows. It will all be on HBO Max. Oh, and you want more back catalog stuff? Uh, they've got the exclusive streaming rights to Doctor Who. All 11 series, seasons rather, of Doctor Who will be streaming there. Future seasons of the show will stream exclusively on HBO Max, arriving on the service sometime after they've debuted on BBC America. They'll also have all of HBO's original series, so Veep, Larry Sanders' show, an upcoming J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon project. Those will all be exclusive there. They'll also have premium cable programming from HBO and Cinemax as well as additional content produced by Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Looney Tunes. Jesus is a mouthful. So when you say 10,000 hours of content, it no. sounds like they've got a decent shot. And also keep in mind, it's worth noting that Warner Media encompasses a wide range of Warner Brothers produced feature films and TV content. That includes the DC Extended Universe superhero movies, all of which will be available on the series. Godzilla and King Kong shared MonsterVerse films, The Lord of the Rings. But one thing that will not be available and included at launch is Harry Potter's Wizarding World in the Harry Potter movies, it would appear. As they are exclusive to NBC Universal, it says through 2025. Mm. Oh, yeah, those are Warner Brothers. Yeah, like. So <laughs> shitloads of original content. They've signed J.J. Abrams to a $250 million production deal with Warner Media for new content. 
that will presumably be on HBO Max. I'm just going through here and trying to see what else is going on on here. Can we talk about the one thing that sucks that they bought? What's that? Sesame Street. Well, they bought that years ago, and because yeah, but now it's no longer going to be on PBS. It's going to be on a paid subscription. I'm pretty channel. sure they said PBS was still getting them, but time delayed. Just is so that what it is? New episodes premiere on HBO as it is now, and then are like six month time delayed to PBS. Yeah, that's still kind of janky. It's better than them not existing. I think that's what it came down to. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is on here. There's a Gremlins prequel supposedly, a Dune spinoff. They didn't say yet whether it's going to stream in 4K HDR yet, so who knows? Yeah, and they Plus, yeah. The, where it gets interesting is remember there's that DC Universe streaming service. They have confirmed that Doom Patrol, their most popular online service, will stream on both DC Universe and HBO Max. They haven't said anything about Titans or any of their other streaming ser- streaming TV shows. My guess is DC Universe is going away and getting they, it needs to, to HBO Max or whatever this is. The only difference you would have is you don't get comics with HBO Max because I think that's really the main differentiator is you get all this kind of content yeah. for television and movies that seems to be shared between <laughs> these, but the DC Universe app gives you access to digital comics. That's really you will also thing. lose access to the DC Universe app store, which is exclusive to people who own the DC Universe app. It's a store where you can buy specific DC and Warner Brothers stuff that you can only access through that app. Okay. See, I I haven't played with that app, so I didn't know what all was there. Yeah, I did like the free week of it to check it out, and like the, some of the shows are really good, and the the actual app itself is really well built. Like it's it's got a good layout and a good design. But yeah, was, they tried to. It was more of a DC bundle. It's like you got comics for through the Comicsology app, but it's, you know the DC exclusive version of it. And then yeah, you had a DC exclusive store, and there were um, forums. They actually had brought back message mm-hmm. boards. And so there were forums about every show on the DC app, all the different comics, books that were coming out, comic books that would be coming out. And so a lot of people had kind of got nostalgic for forums and message boards and jumped back on there and were chatting about stuff. Interesting. I don't know how popular they remained, but it was, uh, it was a big selling point that all of the DC creators, so like Tom King and a lot of the other writers and stuff, had were like given accounts and told to write on the forums. That's kind of cool. So like, you know, it, was, it was a place you could go talk to creators about stuff, apparently, like if you don't like Twitter. So I guess what it comes down to now is we talked about the shitloads of content they're going to have here. My question that I will ask you guys, and I'll even answer it first, is are you going to subscribe to HBO Max? Are you going to pick up the trial or do you not care? And I will say from my point of view, if HBO now effectively gives me HBO Max for free, then I have a better reason for maintaining my HBO Now subscription other than Ballers and John Oliver. Because really we're only keeping it to watch two shows right now. And I have two shows. <laughs> I haven't been able to come. Well, game of Thrones is over, so that's gone. Mm-hmm. And I want to watch Watchmen. But honestly, when it comes to John Oliver's last week tonight, I haven't been able to sell my wife on this fact yet, but to be fair, we haven't really discussed it much in depth. Most of that show he puts up on his YouTube channel, like two days after it airs. So I'm kind of sitting mm-hmm. there going, we can watch it almost for free by using YouTube. But <laughs> now with this other HBO service linked to HBO now and giving me access to all these other things, including Doctor Who, which my wife loves, I'm pretty sure that I will have this because it's attached to something I already subscribed to. If it was How much not do a, you pay for HBO now monthly? 15 bucks. 15? Yeah. So it's like most everything. It's the $15. Mm-hmm. It's bought directly through HBO now versus going through your cable company or something like that. Because that's where things get a little fuzzier. It seems like if you have HBO, like you pay for it with your Comcast subscription, that will still give you HBO Max. But I'm not 100% sure. They did explicitly say, though, that if you have HBO now, you get HBO Max with it. And there was also talk of some AT&T wireless customers, depending on your plan, will get it for free as part of your wireless plan. I don't know how all that stuff's going to work, and I think there's a lot more they need to fill us in on before that comes uh, out. That would make sense for them to bundle. Like T-Mobile is bundled in Netflix. Like yeah. it makes sense that AT&T would start bundling in HBO Max and as part of your and Verizon's like your, got Disney Plus bundled in with it now too. Okay, yeah. So yeah, the the big phone companies that are attached to those streaming services, it makes sense that they would eventually bundle it in. And isn't that how HBO now started? Was it was whoever had the cable subscription? If you paid for HBO, you just logged into HBO now. You logged into and, HBO Go. Oh, HBO Go. That's right. That yeah. was the original version. Yeah, it's going to be a third version of an HBO yeah. streaming service. HBO Go Jesus. still exists, and that is for if you All of them subscribe do. via your cable company, you log into HBO Go to watch wow. things. And HBO Now is basically for cord cutters or people who don't subscribe through the cable company and pay directly to HBO. 
I see people at HBO walking around the building with shirts that say "Go Now Max." Yeah. <laughs> it, it's what it's do you insane. do? I work on the apps. <laughs> well, I think they contracted that out because I think Bamtech did the HBO Now app. I think HBO Go was done in house, and I don't know who's making HBO Max. It's wow. still a terrible name. It sounds like it's HBO and Cinemax together. It, it does. Yeah. I think I still think I can't remember who it was that said it, but I think they should have called it Bugs. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. You instantly think of Warner Brothers, and it's all things Time Warner. That covers a way bigger thing than HBO Max. No. It's just they don't know how to. There's no great way to brand it in their house if they try and tie everything to HBO. I don't know. So Bachman, are you going to get this? Um, I will not because I've already paid for three years of Disney Plus, and so starting what two weeks from now, I've got a little less a than two ton, weeks. Yeah, I've got a ton of shit to watch, including The Mandalorian. Isn't it nine so, days? I think it's I think it's November twelfth that starts. The twelfth, yeah. So nine on the twelfth, I've got I've got a I've got a ton of content coming at me. I got some classic Disney movies I need to watch. I got new Star Wars I need to watch. I have the new Star Wars show I haven't watched. The one they did after Rebels. I haven't watched that oh, one. Resistance. So Resistance. Yeah. So I'll be watching all of that. And so yeah. So I did um, the second sale they had. I didn't grab the uh, what was it Labor Day weekend special for anybody that had the Disney D twenty three club membership where they had it on sale for three years. But after that, a month later, they did it for anybody who was part of the Disney Movie Rewards program, which I'm a part of for all the Marvel flicks that I buy on Blu-ray. And so they did the same offer again, where it was like 30% off if you buy three years. Like, here's, you know, HBO or here's a Disney Plus for like seven bucks a month for the next three years. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've prepaid for three years of it. So I won't be buying HBO Max out the gate. But if they do a free trial, I will definitely check it out because I need to see the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, no, you don't. If it's, it's a, if it's if it's a week or a month or how long the free trial is, like I will definitely give that a shot. And I've only seen the first episode of Westworld. I would like to check out more of that. And I'm definitely interested in seeing the new version of Watchmen because I've heard good stuff. And uh, Westworld, I saw the first episode of Westworld. I thought that was really cool. And Ballers, like I haven't seen any Ballers, and I love The Rock. I need to see some Ballers. So, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I don't know if it's something I would go for and end up paying 15 bucks a month for, but I would definitely give it a try. Did you just hear all that? Bachman just wants to see some balls. Want to see the Rock's balls. If you want to hear how the balls talk, you need to watch Baywatch. Great the movie. Ball, the ballers have drained the walk. Johnson? Johnson? I said what I said. So, Willie, uh-huh. you going to try this one out? Probably not. I don't care. Yeah, at least not right now. I, none's saying you need to see this now. I'm, I'm good on any of this. This I'm, is the streaming we'll service you're looking for. I've seen most of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Disney Plus. Yeah, is, this is the streaming. Uh, are you trying to shill to me? I don't like this. <laughs> I was trying to Jedi trying mind to, trick you. Yeah, it's Jedi mind yeah, you're trying to shill me. I don't like it. <laughs> you will like it. So wait, so if you get this one, Chris, how many streaming services will you then have in your house? YouTube TV, uh, Netflix, my wife pays for Hulu, and I get Amazon because I'm an Amazon Prime member. So that'd be five. Now, that being said, I don't really watch Amazon Prime. I just get it with my Prime subscription. How often do you watch Netflix? Netflix, it ebbs and flows. But right now, I've been watching a fairly decent amount of it. I'm just waiting on Umbrella Academy Season 2. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely needs to come back. That first season was damn good. I may that actually good show. I may pause our Netflix subscription. I'm not sure yet because we have most of the stuff we wanted to watch we're caught up on or waiting on new stuff. So I might pause it temporarily. That but... being said... Depends on if my dad's still watching stuff on there since we share the login. Come get me, Netflix. The, the Crown <laughs> Season 3 is coming out November 17th. I need to finish The Crown Season 2 first, Willie. I, I, was just, I didn't know you watched watch The Crown. It's actually a pretty a good show. The production yeah, values are insane in that show. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's just I don't care about the source material. And I'm intrigued to see Olivia <laughs> Coleman as Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a fantastic actor. And then well, see, I'm uh, not saying anything about bad about the actors or Helena the, Bonham Carter is Princess Margaret now, so could be. Oh, nice. Yeah, Princess I'm still Margaret. working my way through Supernatural, so I can't get rid of my Netflix anytime soon. I'm on season twelve, yeah. <laughs> and I started watching Raising Dion, which that's a cool show that Michael B. Jordan produced about a kid with superpowers. Yes, someone was telling me about it. I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, it's it's an interesting show because the kids like in like first or second grade, and all of a sudden. Like he can teleport and do telekinetics and like he's flipping out because like he's not he's not quite a toddler. So like he's not having tantrums, but he's young enough to where like it's scaring him. The like the things he can do. It's, it's kind of like seeing like a new updated version of Firestarter. Basically, you're seeing a young kid with really powerful powers 
and they're trying to figure out how the hell to live their life and not go crazy. I don't know if I like how young the person is. Mm. It's it's it, it makes sense in the show when you see it, and it's really and Michael B. Jordan's the kid's dad, like it's really cool. And then uh, uh was it not John? What is John Ritter the kid or the dad? I can't remember the Ritters. Uh, Jason Ritter is in it. John Ritter's kid. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's it's an interesting show. I'm like five or six episodes in. I'm really enjoying it. Well, that being said, it is time for us to start wrapping up the show. But before we shut things down, we have a little segment called "What I'm Into." It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live. Or listening at a later date, just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into. So that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out yourselves. So let's kick things off. Bachman, what have you been getting into, sir? Uh, Dead by Daylight. Apex Legends. Yeah, they finally put up a late-as-fuck blood hunt to make up for the fact that the Halloween event, Withering Blight, didn't start on uh, Dead by Daylight until the day before Halloween. Because apparently there were server power some other unknown issues up in uh, montreal at behavior studios and so they had a problem with apparently losing some code so they couldn't put out the mid-season patch they couldn't put out the rift they couldn't put out the archive and they all had the they had kind of tied all of that in together with the season event at the same time so they they had to like hurry up fix your fix whatever problem they found and then get it out and it was ended up being about a week and a half later than it was meant to be so they added a blood hunt to it so we have the withered blight event going on with a blood hunt and the introduction of the Rift and the Tome and the Archives. The Rift is basically the Dead by Daylight Battle Pass. And so far, I'm loving it. I've gone through five levels, I think, of the Rift. So you're Tier 5? Yeah, I'm, I'm Tier 5, almost Tier 6. I've gotten uh, Jake's denim jacket already. And yeah, the fact that there's... um, like It's it's basically you're, you're finally earning cosmetics for stuff you're already doing in the game instead of having to buy the ungodly expensive cosmetics in the store. Because there's there's no like in-game store I've seen that has more excessively priced cosmetics than Dead by Daylight, and so you know lots of the streamers buy the hell out of those. But that like that I think I bought like one thing out of there that I really wanted on one character, and that was it. And most of like and that and I got that with shards. I just shaved up a an, an insane amount of like twenty thousand shards to buy it because I didn't want to pay money for Oryx cells. But yeah, the the new rift is awesome. They added the charms in for the hooks, charms on the characters. And then the actual story mode. So, like, sometimes when you do a master challenge, you get a chunk of the tomb. And so when you flip over to that page, the, um, what's the what's the guy called? The Archivist? Curator? Curator. The curator reads you the story you just unlocked, and it's really cool looking. I don't know who they got doing the voice work, but it's really fun. And so, yeah, I've been enjoying listening to those as it's, it's bringing up more backstory of the characters that are inside the Dead by Daylight universe. And then um, playing a ton of Apex Legends. I've been uh, working on the Shadowfall event where they made a 35-person nighttime map of King's Canyon. So for Halloween in Apex Legends, 35 solos drop in, so no teams. It's uh, the original King's Canyon map at night. And then if you die, if you're one of the first 25 people to die, you come back as a shadow. So you're basically a fast zombie that then claw attacks the legends that are still alive as they try to make it to a dropship. And so I've been enjoying the heck out of that. They put in like zombies and loot bin spiders and a bunch of stuff. So I've been working on getting the unlocks done for that. I've got everything done except for the third tier of the last badge. You have to escape 25 times, but none of the previous escapes count until that badge starts clicking. So I have only two escapes. So I'd have to do like 23 more in the next couple of days, which is unlikely. But I also need to kill 50 legends to get an octane skin as a zombie. So I've been working on that one because I only need to kill like 14 more. So more than likely I'll get that one done. Probably won't get the, the third tier of the badge, but I got the first two tiers done. And then, yeah, just playing some, some fun, um, apex matches season three, still going on in the new meltdown world, having a blast running around, shooting people, just, uh, you know, figured out who my main character is finally and figured out one character I'm really working on. And so far this season, I've got five wins with her. So we've, we've been having a blast looking forward to duos, because uh, they're going to do the next updated limited time uh, mode option for the game is duos, which is great because I spend most of my time in that game playing with my friend Valin, uh, your only god over on Twitch, where I'm a Bach2099. We're usually streaming, and it's usually the two of us because we hard, we seem to have trouble keeping a third there with us that wants to play Apex. I definitely you know hard trouble getting people that want to play at the ranked level. So I'm sorry. I suck at the game and I feel bad because I no, pull you right. guys down. It's all right. I'm not well, a Twitch shooter. You, no, you're not. But yeah, but so, so we've been playing. A, we 
honestly played the majority of time that I played Apex, I played as a duo. So we're looking forward to duo mode because it will literally be two versus two fights. Because we had a match the other night where literally we dropped in before we left the drop ship, our random third disconnected. So as we dove into the match, it was two of us versus 57 other people. And we won the damn game. We took on every fight as three versus two and we won. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> So yeah, we're looking forward to duos because we normally play as a duo anyways. But yeah, that's what I've been getting into. That and just enjoying Halloween. Watch Trick or Treat. I did my annual. I'm good. Fair enough. I'll go next. My list isn't really huge because I've been busy with work and other things. But gaming-wise, still playing Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch. I'm enjoying the remake. And then also continuing to play The Outer Worlds on Xbox, which is a Game Pass game on Xbox, but can be purchased for PlayStation 4 and I believe PC right now. It's by Obsidian, who did Fallout New Vegas, things like that. It's really good. It's what Fallout 76 should have been, arguably. One question. Was. Yes, sir. Uh, should Bethesda be scared? Uh, yes, but it doesn't matter because Bethesda's got crap loads of money and they'll just actually make a good Fallout game again at some point. What was the last one? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. but The last good one. Obsidian made. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And Outer Worlds is really good. I'm still on the very first world. I'm still trying to get the parts to repair my ship. I did get my first companion, however, who is quite entertaining and relatively helpful when it comes to battling, but not so helpful when I'm trying to stealthily sneak around to something because they don't seem to listen to my commands when I tell them, stay back here so I can sneak around. So they go and just walk in the middle of enemies and start getting shot. And I'm like, I guess I have to help you now. God damn it. But my character's not really spec for battle the way I did it. My character's more spec for like stealth and tech skills and stuff like that. So getting into battle is not my favorite thing. I can talk my way out of fights because my persuade skills and my charisma are high, but it doesn't really help you if you just get dropped in the middle of a fight and then I just run around trying not to die. It's not great. Uh, but the game, I'm having a ton of fun with. It seems like online, a lot of people are having fun with it as well. So it's a good sign. I wonder what happens when it comes to the inevitable sequel, though, because Obsidian has now been purchased by Microsoft, hence why this is on Game Pass for the Xbox right now, and is basically free if you're a Game Pass subscriber. So if a sequel happens, I wonder if it will be Xbox console exclusive since Obsidian is now a Microsoft studio. I don't know. But yeah, fun game. Uh, between getting Gears, Gears 5 and Outer Worlds as a Game Pass subscriber right now, I don't feel so bad for the two and a half year subscription I got for like 45 bucks at one point in time. I feel like I'm getting my games out, games worth out of it, considering those would cost me 60 bucks each right now to go and buy off the shelves. They're fun. If you like the Fallout New Vegas or Fallout style games, uh, Outer Worlds will probably scratch that itch for you. And plus it's space and you get to do crazy things in space. And I like space-based games. So that's really what I've been getting into. Nothing too insane. Uh, Willie, how about you? What you been getting into, sir? Well, I've been dressing up as Captain Spaulding and freaking people out. Uh, all throughout the party, I would just stare at someone randomly and just wait for them to notice. That's the kind of creepiness I am. I like it. Um, uh, I'm also uh, playing Dead by Daylight. I think I'm either tier 14 or 15 on the I think. I've completed every single objective for the survivors. Now I have to go through and play. I was forced me to play Killer. So I have to go do that. A uh, question. So, have you I completed the time? Have you completed the first, uh, like the archive screen, or you only did the killer half? Oh, I've only done the survivor half. Oh, survivor. And, okay. and since I did that, I've also unlocked the the last piece, which you get those two little, the, what ten points into your the rift. Yeah, and the and rare charm. The little, and all, yeah, the rare charm. I also got nice. that because you only have, you don't, you don't have to do. You just have to get that line to get there. That's all. And you can go back and do more for the uh, the other side. Nice. I've been doing both Survivor and Killer going back and forth. So I got it oh. like both of them about halfway done. I want to say the hardest one was trying to escape as Claudette. <laughs> I had to do so many matches. Because most of the ones you don't have to win. You don't have to escape. You just gotta, yeah. you just gotta do the objectives. I can disturb 25 crows. That's not a problem. Like, crow, run. Boom, boom. Just run back and forth. <laughs> I hope they don't have spies <laughs> from the shadow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, I've also got uh, Luigi Mansion 3 for the Switch. Have not had a chance to play it yet. 
Because I mean, the blood hunt and the and the whole thing for Dead by Daylight that's on a time thing. So I'm trying to trying to do as much as I can while I can with yeah. that. So I haven't got to touch Luigi's Mansion three, even though I want to. It looks fun. I heard good stuff. Can not wait. Uh, I've also rewatched Porky's earlier this week, and that was pretty damn entertaining. If you haven't seen Porky's, I recommend it. <laughs> Listen to South Porky. Go see Porky's. You've been fucking around corners, boy. From <laughs> maybe we should have a lineup to find the pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Why they call her Lassie? Oh, get her up in that room and you find out. Uh huh. But anyway, uh, um, I'm probably forgetting something. I, I'm guaranteeing I'm forgetting something. I don't, I don't care. We do know we'll Willie's memory not so great. He said so before on this. And show. I'm also a little sick, so screw off, everybody. Well, maybe you can take your sick time and enjoy some video gaming this afternoon. You don't really want to go out in the world and do a bunch of crap if you're not feeling well, so maybe you can get some Dead by Daylight in with Bachman. See, I'm trying to hook you guys up here. The problem is he did all the Survivor stuff now, so he needs to do Killer. We can't play together. <laughs> uh, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> well, I mean, you can still earn levels with experience, but bleeding. But Bachman's a selfish player. Whoa, shots fired. It's true. I'm a selfish bitch. No, I'm up for some Survivor later. So it's, yeah, it's not about escaping. I'm willing to face your rank one fucking killers, you bastard, with your high rank. I'm character. only rank four. Only rank four. I'm rank fifteen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dead by daylight. Like the lower you are, the the better yeah. your rank. Rank and one behavior. Is, uh, fuck your matchmaking. I'm a rank 15 killer, rank 15 survivor. Like I don't put in that many hours on the game to be great at either, but I play both. Yesterday I had a match. I faced three rank nine survivors in one fucking match as a rank 15 killer. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I'm they, actually they whooped my with ass this. with flashlights. It was bad because I'm a rank 15 killer. <laughs> So, I, I mean, only because I don't really play killer, but I know how to play a killer. So all these killer matches are probably going to be pretty easy, except for that one where you have to kill everybody in the match. I yeah, still don't have that trophy, so I'm yeah, to figure that out. All you need is a Mori. If you have an Ebony Mori on any character, like that's the way to get that one done. Because then you only have to hook them one time. Yeah, but... If you have an Ebony Mori and Barbecue and Chili that pretty much guarantees you can get that one done. You won't get a ton of points that match, but you hook them once, go find somebody else while they're getting unhooked, hook that person. Once everybody's hooked once, you down them again, you can kill them. See, the problem is I don't have Leatherface. Oh, so you don't have barbecue and chili. No. But I, I think I did see some uh, leaks out for the um, for the tier four of the, like the, like the, the whole thing, like the fourth mm -hmm. level, like we're only we only have access to the first level to do the objectives. Yeah. Uh, some of the fourth one, I think one of my friends, he got somehow got to see him. Uh, one of them is get two flashlight saves in the same match. It's a master Yikes. challenge. Uh, another one is to um, sacrifice everyone in the basement as a killer. Oh damn, a basement challenge. That so that's just gonna yeah. So anyone's doing that, they're just gonna be Leatherface with Insidious. Or that's probably, yeah, that's probably how they're gonna go. Or you do with um, you do the fruit ninja version. You get agitation, and then uh, the legion one where you can attack while carrying somebody, and it slows down the wiggle. Uh, that way, you have a longer ability. Mad to grit. Get mad grit. Yeah. So if you do mad grit and agitation, that gives you more time to get to the basement. Oh, and also uh, uh, iron grasp. There you go. You go iron grasp, mad grit, agitation, and insidious. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say you probably love the face. Get him in the basement. Just stay there. And then just chainsaw them. Yeah, that's like, one way yeah, to that's do it. Happen. Yeah, but that sounds like that sounds like that's a terrible way to play. So the game, so the developers are making you play terribly. Great. <laughs> yeah, and that is if that is true, I'm not 100 percent on that one. They are also trying to make everybody play Survivor and Killer though, with that's the rift right. being divided up. So I kind of like that. But they're trying to get people to play Toxic. Why? Whatever. I'm done. Continue on. The show's <laughs> over. Get the, I'm not cursed. Get the screwy out of here, people. Doesn't he sound excited? So you heard it here. Willie's ready for the show to be over so he can go play some Dead by Daylight, it sounds like. And Damn if he, right. If he plays with Bachman, you can find him on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Bach2099. 
Damn right. There you go. There's your plug. Cheap plug put in by me here. It'll but, be Slasher Sunday. Come join us for some scares. Before we shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Anything? Going once, twice, thrice. Three times a lady. Oh, God. Welcome to the holiday season. Yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's right. The foods. Oh, I'm sorry. I've already been foods. having foods. Three months of Christmas has already started since the beginning of October. Great. People, screw <laughs> off with your Christmas bull. Yeah, he's not, he's not wrong. Yep. That being said, I don't want to see no Christmas until Thanksgiving's over. We are going to shut this thing down. Friendly reminder, we do stream live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live. That is the official streaming home of the Gonna Geek Network. If you have any feedback for us, you can tweet to any one of the three of us or to the uh, show account at ATGN Podcast. And I don't think I had anything else. Uh, last chance, anything? No? Well, then we Have are, a lovely Sunday. We are getting out of here, and we will see you all next week for more geeky shenanigans and BS. So thank you so much for joining us, and bye. <laughs> Thanks and for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.